Jade. Yep. Um, why do seals make for bad spies? Um, something about Navy seals? No, it's because they're often spotted. Oh, yeah, poor seals. Yeah, and then they get strapped into Ocelot's torture chamber and have to play a mini game to get out. Um. They're really fat, and I like them. <laughs> mm. <laughs> That's about it. Yeah. Okay, so so before the call, What's we decided this week we're going to be raiding butts, because I, I have, like, no topics. Um, I mean, the way this week is... There, there was, like, a big hailstorm here, and it kind of fucked up my car, but aside from that... Um, oh, no. The only, like, new things is that the magic jump start packs are starting to come out but they're not this printing issue so they're not out everywhere i bought too many of them they got some neat things i guess um but i don't know card talk doesn't really translate well to audio um yeah I, um i could talk about ratchet and clank like i promised last time oh yeah i, I forgot oh. you had you have a topic again yeah yeah, <laughs> funny like, how that works, huh? Yeah, that that, that I, definitely works because I got, I got like nothing. Like the only other thing I can talk about is that, um, we had the, because of the hailstorm, the second D and D session got canceled. But the first one, I played as the new character Marini, and she's okay, but she's just kind of boring, especially compared to the craziness that is the rest of the party. So I'm backdooring Elisa into her. I've decided Elisa didn't become a god, instead she died and she is inside her ring of mind shielding that has been, you know, coincidentally given to Marini, so now Elisa can do like a Jekyll and Hyde thing and seize control of her body when I want to switch characters. Nice. So now I'm going to be back, and I'm going to try to become a god for real this time. Gotta and if, if you're the only one... If you're the only one um, at the session, you can still play because you can just talk to yourself. Yeah, yes. Yep. Yep, so... I, I was hoping to introduce that last session, but it didn't happen. So hopefully this Tuesday is when I will get to drop that surprise on everyone. You know, g give them the setup to the punchline that they've already seen that is the friendly version of Elisa. That is, is Spoilers. Just yeah, it's like, well, they've already met this character. It's like, oh, it's just this nice snake lady, I guess. And they don't they don't know that it's a joke playing off what a bitch my original one was. <laughs> I uh, See, I've never actually played D&D, &D, but I imagine something like that would be fun. Mm. At least to me it would. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and it just, um, like, as a, and also I noticed, like, the combat, like, Marini would have just gotten squished, it, you know, from, like, the, the type of stuff they were fighting, even though I was equally leveled with the party, it's like, I mean, in part because they, they've been playing longer, so they've acquired all these magic items to buff them against things, and, um, and just, like, one of them is so overleveled that the DM has to, like, put in bigger and bigger threats to give that player a challenge. Which means, you know, it's like I'm 
playing the squishy little bard coming in and feel like she's just gonna die. So now I can change to my warlock who's actually like four levels higher. I mean, I, I, I didn't want to try to take apart Elisa's stats to figure out how to bring her down to level 9, so she's still at level 13, but... <laughs> I, I, I'm not playing to, you know, ruin everyone's fun, so I'm not gonna be, like, oh, uh, like abusing my higher levels. It's just to keep me alive. And to keep things interesting. Just bonk everything on the head. Yeah. I mean, I still only have... Kill it. I think I only have single attack as Elisa. I can't do extra attack or second wind or, you know, any, any, like, multiple attack things. I can only do one attack per turn, still. Okay, so, uh um, so rate the butts. Oh, or no, we're ra rating rate butts. the butts. Okay. Yes. Rate the butts of all your party. Oh. Hmm. Um, I, having only had one session with them, I don't even know all their names. I, I know <laughs> there's one named Boskin who's a dragonborn. Or not a dragonborn, I think He's either a dragonborn or he's a dragon. I'm not sure. But he's the one who's like. can do like 500 damage in a turn. And is um, like the player who seems to know what's going on and has plans to do things. And everybody else is kind of just fucking around. Like maybe they'll have their own personal goals, but they're not as ambitious. Which is why I felt like I needed to bring Elisa in, because Marini is also just like. She just kind of showed up and wanted to tell them about the teachings of Elisa and then pretty much immediately dropped that and was like, oh, there's so many species here, I want to catalog them and tell my people about all these different species. So she's just following them around playing music and writing things down. Sounds fun, but yeah, I could see how Yeah, that it's like, to drive the story forward, I need a character who has more investment and motivation. And ambition, so so that's why yeah. I'm gonna <laughs> stick Elisa in there. It's like, and, it's, yeah, it's like season one of Dice Funk, where um, half the half the player characters kind of just want to exist and have fun, but the the story's driving them towards this like dark, uh, yeah, dark cosmic horror. Yeah, yeah, and if you don't have a character who really wants to take charge of that, then you're just going to get swept up in it and killed by it. Did you do the Ronaldo yet? Uh, nope, because there was only the one session. I did, um, so we had one combat encounter where, um, these demons just popped up in the middle of the street. I guess there's some... So there's like a church that's been corrupted by a demon or something and like maybe it was related to that I'm not sure like they've been playing years so there's a lot of enemies they've made over time but these demons popped up in the street and everybody you know just immediately went into combat mode and so then when it got to be my turn as Marini who has no context for any of this even in character she's just shown up in this land where they are from her home continent which it funny enough is actually where we're going next it just turned out that the story was leading us back to the same <laughs> continent that the Yuan-Ti live on but she's just come from there on her missionary trip and um, now there's these demons in the street so it got to be my turn and so I spend my turn first as an action asking them because I, I speak abyssal and I heard them speaking abyssal I'm like 
okay, so uh, who are you and why are we fighting? And um, and they just all kind of stared at me like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> and then I gave one other player bardic inspiration and then tried to use detect thoughts to read the mind of the leader. And it was just chaos and gave me like psychic damage from try nearly gave me a madness effect but i got like minor psychic damage off trying to read this guy's mind nice yeah. which is also a thing elisa <laughs> wouldn't get because her warlock stuff lets her she's got like resistance to psychic damage and can reflect it back so if she tries to read someone's mind and that happens she would just like headbutt the damage back in their <laughs> face bitch you read my yeah. mind yeah, and, and her mind is shielded, so nobody else can, you know, peek in there. Which, in part, was because we were yeah, fighting Illithids like in idea. that campaign, so it's like, okay, I'm gonna get lots of mind shielding stuff now. So. Nice. Yeah. But yeah, so that that was, like, the main thing I did in that session, because otherwise it was just, you know, stuff they had going on. Um, like, and, and like, I almost had to... Cause it's like Marini is a character is more likely to like stand back and watch and not not try to take charge of things but I kind of had to step in and ask people like okay what is it you like, what specifically do you need to do let's focus on getting that done because they were all just kind of like oh, I don't know what to do next and it's like uh, it turned out you know one of them had like a curse that was going to destroy the world if it wasn't dealt with soon so it's like okay you need x y and z to do you know to lift your curse so let's go start looking for those things and then we went and looked for them and then somebody died along the way and there was a big funeral and um yeah and then we got a, a i don't know there was something with like a ghost train that took us to the coast and we got a guy who's building us a ship so we can travel to the yuan continent i guess um, like, th there's a lot of stuff in this world, and, it's, like, it, it's taken a while for, you know, a few days of them explaining it to me for me to actually, like, piece together everything about it, because a lot of it's, like, original lore stuff. Um, so, you, you kind of cut out when you said, uh, Yuan T. Continent, okay. which, is, which is what I think you said, and it sounded like Yuan T. Khan. So, mm. I, I kind of just imagine all the other characters like dressing, yeah. like dressing up as snakes. Yeah, and, as like uh, different snakes. I mean, from what the DM has told me, the the Yuan-Ti lands are going to be like a rave party. So that'll be interesting. <laughs> nice. See how because you know since I smushed Elisa into the backstory of the world, basically this. You want, the the Yuanti world that exists is like the future version of the empire she set up. So, it'd be interesting to see how she feels about um, all these people are now just like a bunch of partiers. It's like that. I don't think that was what she was trying to make of a world, but it's what it turned into. Just uh, you know, just enjoy all the blood orgies. It'll be fine. Yeah. Well, if it's, yeah, I don't know if it's blood orgies or just orgy orgies, but because of her yeah, whole I mean, backstory it, thing, it, it is going to be, like, I've already kind of figured out that it's like, okay, so Marini might be interested in, you know, hooking up and sexy stuff and stuff, but Elisa absolutely isn't because of her backstory, you know, her whole thing with, like, her mother being a, actually, I don't, 
it didn't even come up in the the Funkdunk Place campaign, did it? It was a thing that I had written for that, but oh. I don't think it ever came up. Um, that yeah, that her parent, that her mother was like a prostitute in a sex cult, and her father, you know, had no qualms with fucking humans, and um, and so because of that, Elisa was born as a pureblood and blamed her parents for that, and felt like she got screwed over and deserved to be a higher level UNT, which in the the second campaign I ran her in after Funkdunk plays was when she actually got to become a mouse and, and then an abomination. Um, so because of that, I, I'd kind of forgotten about the backstory thing, but then, you know, it, with, with the yuan in this world, it, it kind of came up, came back to my mind again. It's like, oh yeah, yeah, that's why Elisa's not into sex and stuff, because her personal baggage. So. Okay, so here's an idea. Mm. Um, you join an orgy... And then Eliza turns it into a blood orgy. <laughs> I mean, some like I can already picture. You know, if if someone starts hitting on Marini, suddenly she flips into Eliza and she says, "If you touch me, I'm going to burn your cock off and then burn the rest of you off with it." <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's a very. Uh... That is a very threatening threat. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, don't, she, I don't know if I've ever. Uh, well, I have hellish rebuke oh, as a spell. Wow. It's a reaction to being attacked. So if she feels like she's being attacked, she sets you on fire. <laughs> just, just uh, direct it all towards the cock. That's uh, yeah. <laughs> also, I have firebolt as a cantrip, so I could That's just a shoot a fireball if I needed to. Nice. <laughs> Fuck. Firebomb. Yeah. Or shock and grasp. Um, you know, just grab them by the balls and shoot lightning through there. <laughs> Pop them. Burning finger. Yeah. <laughs> finger of death. <laughs> oh no. I hope you're into CBT. <laughs> okay, so yeah, so as far as raiding the party's butts go, I mean, I know at least two of them are species they call aliens because they're like these kind of symbiote like things that can get like a bunch of different appendages and stuff you know like they can have like wings and claws and they're always mutating into other things so so they can make a bunch of yeah butts. so i have no idea what their butt situation is like because depends how many legs they have and how hairy those legs are um <laughs> Just get a bunch of different legs and have them all make some really weird butts. Yeah. I mean, one of them is a moon elf, so he's probably got a fine butt. I mean, the elves are usually fit. Yeah, there's probably not too much meat. Probably not too much meat there, though. Yeah. I mean, yeah, elves are fit, but skinny. Yeah. I think Marini's butt's okay because she's—I mean, she's she's a snake person, but she's a Malison, so she's got a snake head, but the rest of her body is humanoid. Um, when Elisa takes over, she's going to use disguised self to make herself look like like the full tail version that she was at the end of the last campaign, but it's just like <laughs> an illusion. Have it, have it so that. Uh... Everything but her butt changes. So she <laughs> her whole lower half is a snake, except there's just a place where the butt hangs out. Yeah, but no one can see it because she has a cape and a dress. 
Right. But she knows it's there. Yeah. She knows. Yeah. Yep. Snake. Uh, <laughs> that was a very weird tangent. <laughs> yeah. Um, should so I guess I could flip it and have you rate all the butts in Ratchet and Clank. Because those you can actually see the butts. Um, you don't have to imagine the butts. Let's see. Well, there's a there's a very memorable butt, and that is the plumber. Um, you know, it, it's... Hmm. I'll give it a 9 out of 10. Okay. Just because they draw so much attention to it. Mm. So that's the only exposed um, butt? Yeah. I'm trying to think. I think so. I don't... Like... Ratchet and Clank is not a very sexy. Um, yeah, I mean, game there's, there's a lot of robots, but that means there's also robots. <laughs> yeah. Uh, huh. Let's see. Courtney Gear- Gears is supposed to be like a, a sexy female robot, but hmm. um, I don't know. I don't think she actually has an ass. Hmm. I'd have to look, <laughs> but I, I don't know if I want to. Oh, um, Doctor Nefarious has a great butt. Okay. Like it, it's it's so great that um, one time his head got turned around and he didn't even recognize it. It was so good. You realize he needs to look in a mirror more often. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he was so surprised. He, he just yelled, "Whose butt is this?" He couldn't. He couldn't believe it was his. Mm. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, let's see. Clank doesn't really have a butt. Ratchet's butt is very. I don't know. It's pretty flat. Like he doesn't. I don't. Know, it does have a tail though. So if you're into that, that might be a plus. Mm. Um. Quark has a great butt. Let's see. I don't think there's any other uh, important butts. There's probably jokes about butts, but none that really stick out um, if you part in the butt. Mm. Okay, so Ratchet and Clank overall gets a three out of ten on the butt situation. Okay, so so it's it's no not enough butts. It's no Fire Emblem. Nah, I don't know if that. <laughs> I'm trying. What, what's a good butt game? Then, if we're if we're making a scale of butt um, games, and that's a three on it. What's the one and what's the near ten? near uh, automata? Or okay. automata. I'm not. Okay, so, I'm so not near is a, near is a ten, and what like pong is a one. <laughs> yeah, pong doesn't have any butts. That's a, okay. So, so that's a zero. That's off the scale. Yeah, but something I guess Super Mario Brothers original would be a one because they yeah, technically have butts, but you can't tell because it's right. just pixels. Right. We'll go with that. Um, okay. Let's see. What's another butt game? Um, 
Metal Gear. <laughs> oh, it's Metal Gear, spot. what, eight or nine? Right. Um, I mean, well, I'd say it depends on which one, but I guess most, most of them. Most of them get you right up in there on Snake's butt. Yeah, I mean, I think like three, he was wearing camo pants most of the time. Like even in the shirtless scenes, he was still wearing pants. But but then there's you know, e- well, evil was mostly front cleavage. There wasn't a lot of butt in there. Right. So I, I would have to play three again to see where three relate in relation to the others where that rates. But yeah, like pretty much all I the know, others I, have either like Snake in a skin tight suit or you know some other yeah. noteworthy butt character. Yeah, I know four had the weird supermodel villains, which you could give points for that. Yeah, four had the supermodel villains, and five had Quiet. Right. Who's and a plant, Quiet's so it's ho- totally justified. <laughs> yeah, she, she has a great butt Quiet's, because she's a plant. Yeah, her, her whole deal is like stretching out awkwardly and um, and like what like did she rolling around in just, puddles on the floor because she's a plant. Yeah. Like what did she wear? Like j- just like underwear and stockings, right? Yeah. Yeah, and uh like some uh like armor pouch belts on top of it. Right. But otherwise it was just like a bikini top and bottom and stockings and like tall boots, one glove for some reason, like only oh, I <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, I think she had like one arm length glove and then one just like regular gardening glove looking thing. Is that a sniper thing? I don't know. It might be. I don't know. It, it seems like like that would be more of a thing if you were a person carrying a shield. Like I could see that um, kind of asymmetrical yeah. um, arm armament approach, but. I don't know. It might be a sm- sniper thing if, like, the the butt of the rifle has to rest up against your arm. You cover that arm, but you don't cover the other one. Uh, let's see. What other butt games are there? Um, did Keijo ever get a game? What's that? Keijo. Um, Keijo. I don't. However, you. Say seven exclamation points. Eight, Jade. Get it together. <laughs> yeah, it's right here on my shelf. I guess I could count it. If Keijo did get a game, I don't know about it, but I'd like to. Mm. I could see it as a mobile I'm, game where you just swipe to yeah. do your butt attacks. Yeah, if it if it did get a game, it probably sucks. Yeah. <laughs> Let's be honest. Yeah, um, no, it'd just be like a mobile touch game where you're like two girls on a circle and you have to like swipe to knock the other one off yeah there's really not that many bootylicious games are there um they probably are we're just not horny enough to remember them <laughs> I mean I know a lot of anime games where uh, they're just full of tits but not that many that I could think of where it's mostly butts hmm yeah, it's, it's like I guess there are butts in games, but unless you're looking for that, 
I don't know. They're not very pronounced. Yeah, I mean, I guess there's more ways that they're covered with either pants or skirts or arm, like power armor. Yeah. Or like, yeah, like Zero Suit even... Samus has a butt, but she's usually wearing armor over it. Yeah, Smash Bros gets a B plus, mm. B for butt. Yeah. I mean, there's like Bayonetta and Zero Suit uh, Samus. Yeah. And um, Peach used to attack, attack with her butt, so there's that. Yeah. Um, Bowser attacks with his butt. That's pretty hot, right? Hmm. Yeah, if, if F-Zero showed more of the characters, a lot of them are in spandex, so there'd be more butt stuff there. Oh man, I bet Captain Falcon's butt is just the tightest. Yeah. Oh yeah, he works out. You know, he's gonna <laughs> be able to like Falcon sit. And... I bet he could crack walnuts with that thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, and he probably roasts them too because every motion of his body generates fire. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> he, he just. He just picks up a, a walnut with his ass, and then uh, two seconds later... Yeah, he just clenches really hard and screams, like, <laughs> Falcon clench or something. <laughs> I like it. Um, <laughs> do we know anyone who could draw fan art of that? Because that, that's great. I mean, that sounds um, like something Squid Cap would do if we suggested it. Because it's F-Zero, and it's horny. I will. Okay. <laughs> we're we're going to do that. Yeah. I'll, I don't care if I have to jump over there now and just, just add her and say, yeah, uh, Falcon Clan, she's <laughs> squeezing a, a walnut between his butt cheeks and roasting it at the same time. I'll, I'm gonna no do further that right context now. needed. Yeah. Let's see. What what box do see I do what, that in? Um, um. Either gaming or one of the sex boxes, I guess. Maybe, probably gaming. I mean, he, he's yeah. gonna be wearing clothes during it. It's, it's not. It's, it's not naked. safe for work. Unless they want it to be naked, and I guess they could do that. Okay. Let's I'm just see. looking at my game shelf, trying to. <laughs> remember if any of these other games are we're doing this real time but related um yeah cause look the Shantae games there's a lot of like titties but not she doesn't really turn around so you don't see the butt you see the hips but you don't see the butt yeah um I mean I guess there's a lot of like MMO type games where you could with we could like take off clothes and they've just got like very basic underwear but there's not that many good butts maybe there. something like soul caliber like they, they've got those like anime oh, yeah. style designs Where? And, and yeah you got like voldo you know he's he's wearing tight stuff <laughs> does it soul caliber has like an outfit where you could just like show the top half of the butt it's like butt cleavage yeah i think so sounds right like I'm, I'm pretty sure that's yeah, yeah it's got like how that works so you know you're yeah, wearing we like soul spandex caliber. I'll give soul uh, yeah, caliber so, a... so soul caliber is yeah probably like a 9 on yeah. the butt scale 
Yeah. Um, let's see. Dragon's Dog. I'll give Dragon's Dog more like a six just because it has butts. Mm. I mean, it. you could wear, like, underwear and take off everything else and the, and it, the butt will just be there. Mm. I mean, I guess games like Skyrim and Fallout, um, you can have your butt hanging out, kind of. Um, and Saints Row, they censored the butt. Uh, kind of. Yeah, like, if if Saints Row just, like, censored the front and not the back, then uh, we could give them points, but that uh, that's just not how they work. Yeah, the, the butts are too hot for the game. Like, you can carry a dildo bat around, but, you know, seeing a butt, that, that's just too much. I think. Actually, I would have to replay it, because I can't remember how much they censor the butts, if they do or not. Uh, pretty much the whole thing, I'm pretty okay. sure. I mean, I, I guess it's on what outfit okay, you wear, the... though, because you could probably get, like, a G-string with, like, all the underwear options they have. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, because... <laughs> I just realized because <laughs> it's like you can wear pasties and it doesn't we... censor the tits, but then when you take it off, suddenly the whole thing becomes a blur. Yeah, yeah, I bet you could wear so uh, yeah, the, this... a thong or something. Yeah, just to wear. It. We'll give Saints Row a seven. Um, mm. Let's see. Yeah, like their models are decent, but they're not the best. No, I'm just trying to think of some like really horny Japanese games that aren't outright porn. Um, Dead or Alive. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that that's still that's still mostly yeah. boobs, but well, I mean, I, yeah, like the, the beach volleyball still... ones where it's just everything hanging out all the time. Yeah. Um. Huh. Though yeah, there, look, there's a lot of games that have like boob jiggle physics, but are there? How many have butt jiggle physics? <laughs> like this, this is a seriously um, overlooked area in gaming. I I feel like there's some like very weird moments of games I've played like as a kid where there's a lot of butt stuff, but I can't mm. think of it. Stuff that just influenced your personality into the present. <laughs> Maybe. Just imprinted on you and then um, sank into the depths of your brain. Like, looking at my shelf, I don't see anything. Except maybe Shrek. That has a lot of farting, but that's not the butt yeah. I'm into. And do they actually... Because, like, like, Wario farts... Well, I guess... Yeah, maybe the, like the WarioWare games probably do have butts in them because they they would do it in that kind of puerile fart joke way. Right. Um, we're just going hard into this butt thing. Yeah, we got nothing else to talk about unless you want to talk about Ratchet and Clank. Is is that the title? Hard into this butt thing. Uh, it can be. It, that it's the title until like a, a better title comes up. Right.
Yeah. So as far as video games go, I've only I, I've been playing Animal Crossing and um, Hyrule Warriors. You know, I've been like making a lot of progress on the adventure maps. I've got Tweely Midna, my main character, up to like level two twenty five right now. Out of two fifty is I think what you can level them up to in the game. So she's she's like two twenty five, and anyone else I've got is level seventy or less. Um, <laughs> and then just yesterday I saw on sale uh, Star Wars Pinball, so I started playing that. Um, I mean, it, it's just it's it's pinball, but. For some reason, it's, it's pinball, but it has yeah. a campaign mode for some reason, um, where it's like you just you play the tables, but they'll give you like you only have five minutes to get the best score you can, or you can only hit the flippers two hundred times, uh, get the best score you can, or um, when they, the ball travels a certain distance. Why don't they just distance, give you like an objective? Yeah, no, nah, I mean, because like they've got those like objective things on the tables and it's interesting to see those play out but in the campaign you don't really get to those because they just put like a limit on you and you know you have to get a certain score within that restraint um but then sometimes they do have there's like modes from the tables that they'll put as like a separate thing on the campaign so like i don't know how you make it happen but on the empire strikes back table there's a way to trigger a battle between Luke and Vader and it goes into like a first person thing as Luke where you use the left flipper, the right flipper and the A button to block center, block left and block right and Vader will swing at you and you have to block it, it's really finicky though it's like I'm, I'm hitting the button but it doesn't register like it, it registers but it doesn't register as actually blocking for some reason it's like you have to hit it like, huh. as soon as you see him start to swing, you have to hit it. Because if you're, like, even a second too late, even if he hasn't hit you yet, it doesn't count as a block. That sounds dumb. Yeah. But it's a $20 game, and I got, like, there's, like, 19 different tables on it. Um, they ignore all the prequels, but they have... <laughs> They have tables based on... Everyone does yeah, now, They've apparently. got ones based on the classic trilogy. They've got some, like, spin-off-ish kind of things where there's, like, a dark side versus light side table or a Darth Vader table or a Han Solo table or Boba Fett table. Um, and then they've got ones... There's, like, two of them based on Force Awakens, two of them based on Last Jedi, one for Rogue One, one for Clone Wars, one for Rebels... And three for solo. Like, they, I guess, decided to start really Weird. pushing the tables hard when it, when solo came out. And then just gave up because there's no sign of any Rise of Skywalker tables on this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. How hard do you think they're going to push the next trilogy in, like, I don't know, four years? Um... I mean, probably about as hard as they pushed the last one. That bad, huh? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it, it's a new thing, and they got to make people go see it. So they'll... You know, it, it will be the big thing that everybody needs to see, I think. 
I mean, they might not push it as hard as Force Awakens was when that first came out. Because that, you know, they could push it and say, well, there hasn't been a Star Wars movie in theaters since 2005, not counting the Clone Wars movie in 2008. So, um, they could... It shouldn't count. Yeah, so they, they... It's the first live-action Star Wars movie in ten years, so they could say, hey, look, it's a new... A new Star Wars thing. Everybody get excited. We're bringing the old actors back because they're not dead yet. Although one of them is now. Um, and that's probably... I mean, since they killed off the original three in these sequels, I doubt they're going to bring Han, Luke, or Leia back in whatever they do next. So... Yeah, there's like, really... I don't know what they're going to do with the next thing, really. There's really no human characters left from the original trilogy, is there? Just realizing that. Well, uh, Lando. Wedge Antilles. <laughs> A character who is only I, really important in some books and comics <laughs> that aren't canon anymore. Um, and, you know, yeah, Lando. Lando's around, but Billy D. Williams seems a little out of it. Um, <laughs> Give me my paycheck, bitches. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we, yeah, and I guess the emperor, the emperor came back and died again. But th- they could bring him back again if they wanted the emperor again to have a human character. They should just make like a a, a romance uh, movie in Star Wars with the emperor, <laughs> like coming back from the dead and trying to find love. Mm. Or I, I, I mean, if they went back to. Um, you know, how did the Emperor have a son in the first place? Like, there must be, like, a romance Emperor movie set around, like, prequel era times. Just show him just fucking constantly. <laughs> yeah, just, like, using his senatorial power to like, get people <laughs> interested in him. This is gonna go down some dark places if we keep going here. So yeah, no, yeah, I could see how that could turn into a like a modern horror movie. Yeah. Uh, um. Uh. Ratchet and Clank is pretty good. Mm. Yeah. You you ratchet and you clank. You do do both of those things, except in um, Ratchet Deadlocked, where you only do one of those things. Oh. Okay. Because he's deadlocked, he um, can't Clank anymore. Yeah. Clank is just tech support at that point. Mm. Um, I don't even know where to start. <laughs> mm. Okay, so you like, are I mean, a furry, and you're in a world of robots. <laughs> um, so, um, well, the 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 first game isn't really about robots specifically. Okay. Um, the first one is about like a. How do I explain Drek? He's like a he's like an evil CEO slash uh, 
dictator slash um, gang leader. Like, okay, so basically his whole thing is uh, his his alien races home planet got so polluted that they can't live there anymore so he's taking pieces of uh, other planets so he could like smush them all together and make a new planet for the blog to live on okay um and the weird thing is that it (laughs) It actually works. Like he actually, he actually does build a planet by the end. Um, but so there's just a bunch of really planets hard. that have like a big chunk missing from them. Yeah, I mean it. it it's weird because at by the end of the game, you can still go back to the first planet, which was supposed to be uh, harvested, mm. but it's still there. Because it's not the kind of game that just doesn't let you go back to a level. Yeah, um, yeah, and I assume it's like a somewhat cartoony world, so you don't have the physics of like if a planet lost a piece that big of it, then all life would not be able to exist on it. Yeah. Um, so I'm I'm just gonna try to start from the the beginning. Um, so you play as Ratchet, which, yeah, he's a little furry dude. Mm. Um, got a cute tail and everything. Um, and he's basically a mechanic. He, he, all he wants to do is build a ship to get off his planet. Mm. And, I guess, it, like, explore the galaxy. And uh, Clank is basically like a malfunction. Um the the robot factory so the 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 computer that makes uh, some of Drex war robots uh, accidentally spat out uh, a little robot that's like a foot tall mm. who is that who re- really doesn't look a thing like any of the other war robots no it just it had some um, leftover parts and it turned him into a robot yeah um, but he escapes, steals a ship, and ends up getting shot down on Ratchet's planet. Mm. Um, so Ratchet sees the crash, goes out to find him, and, uh, uh, it turns out that one of, that the, the piece that Ratchet needs to get a ship working is, uh, I forget what it's called but um it's something that clank has so they go on an adventure to stop drek from destroying all the planets in the galaxy for his new uh big see what would be the word composite Mm. planet um Spoiler alert, they, they don't really save any planets because by the end of the game, um, the new planet mm. is done. So, oops, I guess. Yeah, there's a bunch of dead people in the first game who are all mysteriously better by the second yeah. game. 
Yeah, they're not. But the second game, (laughs) the second game takes place in a completely different galaxy. But with the same Um, Ratchet and Clank. Right. Well, technically a different Ratchet because they switch voice actors, but... Okay, so it's uh, an alternate reality. But... Yeah, one where James Arnold Taylor voices every Mm. character. Doing his Obi-Wan impression for everyone. Because he does. No, it's just his, what I assume is his regular speaking voice, is oh. Ratchet. But also you can tell he voices like a lot of the side NPCs. Mm. Um, but it, it, anyway, back to the first game. Um, so, like, in between in between planets, you, you get these clips of Drek. He's just a complete asshole. Um, like, he makes the... The first time you see him is basically him saying, Hello, citizens of this planet I'm about to rip a huge chunk out of. You're kind of in our way, so if you could please leave, that'd be really great. Um, and then he says... And then basically he's, it it's supposed to cut, and he says, If you don't like it, you, you can form a line behind me and kiss my mm. ass. But, the, I mean, they don't they don't actually say ass because it's a... I mean, I guess they could have. It was T-rated, but I guess they were trying to... It's supposed to be a Yeah, and it game, was what year? Even though it's like rated 2003? 2002? Yeah. yeah, ass was still a naughty word back 2002, then. 2002, I think. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that that's who he is. He's a kind of... Drek is the kind of like evil CEO guy that will do whatever he wants to help himself um, and not care about anybody else which has no bearing on our current society mm. at all thank yeah. god um, no it's, it's a fantasy world with fantasy problems yeah how would someone that evil ever be in power it can't happen yeah, it's, it's um, just fun fun for yeah. kids um, <laughs> but anyway, so you go through all these planets. Um, the at first you're looking for Captain Quark. He's uh, like a famous hero who um, Clank Clank is trying to get in contact with to warn him about Drek to stop him. And I mean, the whole time Ratchet's kind of just trying to be a free spirit like uh you know roam around the galaxy and have fun he doesn't really care about uh trying to stop Drek because he's kind of like a selfish asshole teenager Mm. um and like he I, i didn't realize until i just played it like last week they really go hard on him being um a selfish asshole mm like he he really uh goes in on clank a lot in the first game i mean they 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 fight so a lot it's with like each an ubisoft other, game where really your main character of... is just a jerk for most of it and then learns to not be a jerk by the end of it yeah pretty much i mean i mean ratchet isn't he's not like a terrible person or anything he's just he's just the 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 character like the sonic just... type character is like a sassy he, asshole he's... for the whole thing 
No, he's he's more like like what if a Disney princess um had a yeah like mix a Disney princess with Sonic the Hedgehog mm. and <laughs> there you go you've got mm. Ratchet. Um. Okay, so Disney princess because of the whole dreaming of a better world thing, but. Yeah, like, I want to get out and explore the world, but also, if I if someone tries to tell me I can't do that, well, mm. fuck them, right? Um, so, yeah, and because it's the early 2000s, like, they, they have things, like, they, they meet a professional hoverboarder, mm. which is like a skateboarder, Named, uh, whose name is Skid oh, McMarks. Okay. So, it's not, like, <laughs> Tony Falcon? No, it's Skid McMarks because they have to they have to throw those um, really immature jokes mm. in that like at least once a planet yeah. and I love it. Do they have a skateboarding um, mini? Oh yeah, they do. They have it, you can mm. do it twice. They're not they're not great, but they they're they're, mm. they're okay. Um, there there's one where. Uh, like this doesn't actually have anything to do with the mini game, but um, if you keep flipping left and right, um, the the NPC uh, who lets you enter the race, her boobs just get bigger constantly for for no okay. reason. Like, it, I guess it's an Easter egg that the developers mm. threw in because I because I, I guess a few people at Insomniac or her, or. Yeah. Well, I mean, we knew that they created that new that Horny new nerds. character for the new game, right? I mean, she's not really. Yeah, I mean that that was the internet being I, I don't know. for that one, but yeah, like she's not blatantly um, mm. sexual. It, it's just that if you put a cute female character on the internet um, there will be porn there must be yeah porn. you know <laughs> that's that's my favorite daniel <laughs> day lewis movie <laughs> the one where he's uh, a horny nerd who's just making porn of all the cartoon females he sees <laughs> yeah <laughs> Imagine Daniel Day Lewis as like a like a fat nerd just uh, like going through the internet looking at furry porn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the movie wins an Oscar for its because he's a method of choices in the masturbation scene. <laughs> I'm just I'm just thinking about it because he's a method actor. He would that like that would just be his life yeah. for a few months. Yeah, just put on a lot of weight, let his like, like he, he grow out. Like he he actually wouldn't do anything but um, look up furry porn online for, <laughs> for research for the whole duration of filming. Yeah. Yeah, he discover so many things. Oh. Uh. Because furry porn is where you start getting like might, a variety uh, of other fetishes being stuck in there more often than than other porn types. Yeah. Inflation. Anyway. Yeah. Inflation. Uh, impreg. 
Um, a lot of foot stuff. <laughs> I'm not that familiar, to be honest. Mm. I mean, I'm into Crystal from Star Fox, so because of that, I've come across a lot of other fetishes that people have. Yeah, people, right? Mm. Other people, to be specific. Yeah. Yeah. No, my my fetishes are normal. <laughs> Remember, everyone, all your fetishes are normal. It's the other ones you got to look out for. Yeah, no, everyone else is weird. I don't know what their deal is. <laughs> um. <laughs> this is a weird one, Jade. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, skateboarding. You're skateboarding and uh, made kids get bigger with your your cool oh, yeah. skateboarding tricks were so cool that she just started like hyperventilating and her tits inflated. <laughs> I guess. Um, but yeah, what? Okay. Anyway, eventually you find Captain Quark and he tries to kill you, and turns out he's working for Drek because he's. He, at this point, he's basically just like a a washed-up celebrity. Mm. And uh, so he's, like, sponsoring Drex Planet to try to get himself back in into popularity. Mm. Um, and, I mean... Something else I never really realized about Ratchet and Clank is how, like, anti-capitalist it is. Because um, the, the, the big bad is, like, a, a CEO slash dictator mm. who, who it turns out at, at the end, um, he's only, like, he polluted his own planet, uh... And the only reason he's building a new one is because he's getting paid to do it. And he he actively says at the end that he'll do it all again as many times as as he wants because he'll get money from it. Mm. Um, and half half the videos in the game are just like really really like satirical um, advertisements mm. where. Uh, like people people get hurt or die mm. um all the time so they're just doing like the like south I, park we're sorry thing of like like oh we we caused a bunch of damage oops um uh, sorry about that we're going to go do it again no they're not sorry though oh, yeah. <laughs> they don't even pretend to be they don't even pretend to be sorry it's just okay. like, so they're just like um, bragging about, hey, and we destroyed the planet for you, for a profit. Oh no, Drek doesn't tell any of the blog that. That's just something he tells Ratchet and Clank because he's about to kill them. Okay. Like he he hides that from everybody, except uh, well, I guess except the heroes he's about to kill. Mm. Um, well, yeah, you have to brag to them before uh, you, you know try to kill them and fail yeah um but it, anyway uh 
So yeah, I mean, the whole game is basically just going from planet to planet, um, finding, you know, fun weapons and gadgets to progress. It's kind of, kind of like, I mean, I I really haven't played that many classic Zelda games, but I imagine it's kind of, kind of like Zelda if, uh, if. Zelda was more of like a more rigid like um, level you know like mm. level split off instead of uh, being more open world like most Zeldas are mm. so it's like you get an item and it's related specifically to what you need to progress and you use it to progress through a lot of like puzzle solving and like easy fights yeah well the like not not a very in-depth combat system it's like attack and defend right well the the first ratchet and clank especially like the combat isn't that good um like it's very just you know pick whatever's your favorite weapon and fire it or throw it like th- there's a there's a lot of interesting weapons but like really the the best strategy is to just use the blaster and shoot shoot them all very quickly mm. um like uh like it, especially because like in, in later ratchet and clank games they they had like a strafe option where you can just go side to side and fire you know without without having to actually like run towards your enemy to aim at them like the like Ratchet and Clank 1 doesn't have that um so the combat is kind of awkward uh but yeah the 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 gadgets are kind of like Zelda items like like the the swing shot is basically just the hook shot as far as I'm aware of it like there's there's uh, targets like randomly placed through the city and you just swing t- towards them mm. or from them uh, the and yeah like all, all the other ga- gadgets are kind of like that like there's a trespasser where you, you do a little puzzle to open doors um the there's a water one that you can suck up water from these little uh faucets and drains and move water around to get from one area to the next stuff like that where you need the certain item to progress and if you don't have it you've got to go look for it on another planet in case you missed it Mm. like there's a few times where you go to one planet you do you do one thing it's like oh I can't progress now I've got to go back to either go to the next planet that I just got access to or go back to the last planet that I wasn't able to finish but 
found something that I can now get to. So it's kind of like a Metroidvania, where there's like you can backtrack to areas you've been to, but you can tell that there's an area that you can't get to yet because it's blocked off by an item you don't have. Right, kind kind of kind of like that. It, it yeah, but they they tell you like if there's something you haven't gotten yet, mm. they tell you like there's there's like a mission screen where it's like. Um, explore the factory. Um, follow the follow the info bot. Um, so if there's something you haven't done, then uh, if you go to that planet's map, then it, it'll tell you like everything you've done will be checked off, and everything you haven't um, will still be open. Mm. So yeah, it's kind of kind of like that where you're just it's supposed to feel like, you know, you're just randomly exploring this galaxy. Mm. Um But yeah, I don't have too much to say about the first one. Like the 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 humor's on point, um, but the combat isn't that good. It's kind of cuz I mean, like in the early 2000s, the the 3D, uh, like 3D, is still relatively new. Mm. So, like, they've got a handle on 3D movement, but not really 3D combat yet. At least as far as in, in, Insomniac goes. Yeah. Um. Because that was but, still uh, P. Was that PS2? Like early PS2? Right. Yeah, like Ratchet and Clank was like the first or second year the PS2 was out. Yeah, because like Spyro, like Insomniac also did Spyro, but Spyro like you just aim and you have a you know little breath attack. Um, you know you don't had have a bunch of crazy gadgets like, you know, a missile launcher or a little, a little beam that turns enemies into chickens Mm. or uh, the suck cannon which can uh, suck up small enemies and shoot them out at bigger ones Mm. Um, but uh, the the later Ratchet and Clanks they they get a lot better at that like they like the the second one adds uh, strafing so you know, you can just aim your camera at an enemy and hold a button to strafe and run, so you can actually target them while running backwards, mm. which helps a lot. Um, and they added, they add like weapon experience. So, like, if if you buy a weapon, uh, if you buy a weapon and you. Uh, kill enough enemies with it it'll turn into a better one mm. so like let's see what's a good example um the the uh okay so like the the mini turret glove it you can throw out a, a little uh gun that will auto target enemies and it shoots little lasers at them mm. Um, and once you use it enough, it turns into the mega turret gun, which shoots missiles at it, 
at them that track so, so they're less likely to miss and they do more damage mm. um, st- stuff like that like you use a weapon enough and it turns into a better version of that same weapon basically mm. um, and they they kind of just uh, expand on that as the the series goes. Like the the second one, they can only upgrade once um, until New Game Plus. The third one, they can upgrade um, to level five, I think. And they they just add little features every time. Uh, deadlocked, I think they go up to level ten, and uh, every upgrade unlocks a, a mod slot. So you can uh, customize them more. So, so stuff like that. Mm. Uh, I don't think I'm really explaining this well, and I, I, <laughs> I, I think it's because a lot, a lot of what, a lot of what I like about Ratchet and Clank is the humor, mm. and it's really, it's really hard to uh, explain the the humor without. Just like showing videos of Ratchet and Clank cutscenes. Yeah. Like uh, yeah. Like in Ratchet and Clank too, the one I showed you, uh, the the one I sent you, what about a week ago? Yeah. Um, uh, why why is Billy sad? Yeah, I I watched it, but I forgot. So why was Billy sad? <laughs> Um, so it's it's an advertisement. Um, okay, so the 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 story of the second one is uh, Ratchet and Clank are basically bored because there's nothing to do because they they saved the galaxy and now they're basically like now what right? Mm. So the CEO of a giant mega company in another galaxy. Uh, teleports them over and basically says, look, we'll give you a new job to help us get back this thing that was stolen from us. Um, except you, Clank. We know you probably don't want to do it, so we'll just make you an accountant or something. Hmm. Um, And so Ratchet goes on his mission to get back the the experiment um, for Megacorp and yes the the mega corporation is named Megacorp because it's a it's a kids game so it's gonna be a little on the nose mm. um, and so on the first level the thief gets away and the first part of the game is just um, trying to track them down. And get the experiment back. Um, so about a third of the way of the game, you you finally track them down and get it back, and give it to um, the CEO. And then the CEO accidentally traps you on a desert planet, um, <laughs> where the thief tracks you down and basically says, "Look, the." The experiment was uh, a very dangerous 
like bio like it, it was meant as a pet but it's basically a bio weapon it's very aggressive and can it's basically a gremlin right it, it's very aggressive and it can repopulate um, like dangerously quickly mm. so she was trying to stop it from you know being sold to the public because that would mean a lot of people would die mm. um, so but megacorp still wants to sell it and the the video i i sent you was the advertisement for the proto pet oh yep where where the like the the narrator says why is billy sad is it because he's cold or hungry? No, it's because he's lonely. And it it's a it's a kid crying and the the proto pet walks up to him and he starts he starts running away. Mm. Uh like while while this cheesy like 50s advertisement music plays. Um it's like play hide and seek with the proto pet as uh as it's chasing the the kid around. Uh Whenever you post this, I'll, I'll link it. Mm. Uh, it. It's pretty funny, and also shows uh, like the. It's pretty much a, a a good representation for the humor in the game as a whole. Mm. Um. But anyway, I, I kind of feel like I'm rambling, so. I'll I'll just I'll just get down to it. The second game is great. Mm. Like they they vastly improved the combat just by adding this adding the strafe feature so you don't it, it's a lot less awkward. Um so they can actually make the enemies challenging without um without making it too hard to to deal with them. Um they had a combat arena, which, uh, which I th I think is in every single game. After, it, it's a feature that's in every single game from the second one on. Um, they added the. Let's see. I know there's a few other things they added that I can't think of right now, but um, this, since it's the second one, it's the first one with the subtitle, where they're they're all um, like sex jokes or at least l like lewd jokes, where the the title of the second game is Going Commando. Mm. Um, <laughs> so they just go full which, Conquer's Bad for a day with it. Or? Yeah, like the. The third, the third game is called Up Your Arsenal. Mm. Um, the there's a PSP game called Size Matters. Um, be, because it and it's about shrinking. Um, let's see, the the PS3 game is called Tools of Seduction. Uh, no, wait, Tools of Destruction. Mm. I, I kind of just gave away the joke. <laughs> um, see, the second game in that series is Quest for Booty, and it's pirate themed. 
Um, the third one is A Crack in Time, which isn't directly uh, sexual. Well, I but mean, it, I, it has a crack involved after the booty one. Yeah. There, there's a... Oh, what... what? There was a better name that Insomniac wanted to give it, but uh, I, I don't think Sony would publish it. I, I think Sony didn't want to publish it. Let, let me look it up. Mm. Oh, uh, <laughs> the the original title was supposed to be Clock Blockers. Mm. <laughs> because it's about uh, time manipulation. Okay, so Sony said enough is enough. You've had all your your sex puns already yeah um i mean up your arsenal was probably about uh the edge of what they were going to get away with Mm. um i think does it get extra butt points on the butt scale for butt puns in titles uh yeah i'd say it gets at least half a point just because i mean up your arsenal and quest for booty. Mm. Um, let's see. Are, are there? I don't think any of the other uh, names are. Oh, uh, full frontal assault um, is another one. Mm. So that that's pretty self-explanatory. Um, See, all for one isn't really one. Into the, what was it? Into the Netherverse, isn't really one. So yeah, it's kind of a thing, but it's not one for every game because I guess they couldn't always think of a good, uh, sex pun title. Mm. So we'll have to see what the new one... Did they announce the title for the new one? Ah, something with Rift. Um... Uh, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. Oh. Well, that's not as... Which... As sexual as the others were. No, at least... Not that I can see. Mm. Not yet. <laughs> we'll we'll find out, right? Yeah, it'll turn out it's um, actually a really dirty joke, and we just didn't get it. Yeah, it's one of those dirty things the, the kids say nowadays that we're just not not up on. The rift is your butt cheeks, so it's the the rift apart is like your butthole. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I, I I don't think I really explained Ratchet and Clank all that well, but it's it, it's really good. Um, the gameplay is fun. Like I mean, it's basically just uh, it's like a platformer combat game. Mm. But like as the series goes, it becomes less of a platformer and more of just uh, a combat game. Like, the, the combat gets better, the platforming gets worse, like, pretty much universally. Mm. 
Um, like the the first games, the you occasionally play as Clank, and uh, it's basically just you just exploring small spaces that Ratchet can't get to, and he can control little robots, but like they're they're not really they're they're supposed to be like little puzzle areas, but they're not really that good at being puzzles. Like there's like oh I found the robot that lifts things. When I get to the when I get to the area that looks like you can lift something, I ha- I tell it to lift it and then I get past. Mm. So I mean they're kind of just there. Um except for the giant clank uh sections, which is where Clank somehow gets huge. Like uh like Pacific Rim style huge, well, may, may, not actually that big, but mm. anyway, th- it's just a giant robot section where you get to fight other giant robots, um, which is weird because Clank is usually like a foot tall, and then he just suddenly grows like fifty or sixty feet. Mm. Um, let's see. And then, so I like yeah. As it as it goes on, the combat gets better. The platforming gets worse. Um, like in in the first one, it was like way towards platforming, and the combat wasn't good. The second one is the combat gets a lot better, um, and it kind of balances out with the platforming. The third one, they take out. They take out a lot of the. They take out a lot of the like navigation, part of it to where. It kind of just feels like you're just going down corridors, fighting things for most of the game. Mm. Like th- there's no point. There's no point where you have to really, or. There's either no point or there's very few points where you like have to go back to a previous planet to you know get at something that you couldn't get before. Um instead there's like a hub area. Um like thematically it's really not about like they they pretty much dropped the whole like commercialism sucks uh, theme. As they got more and more rich, and, they realized, oh no, we can't he, tell people not to buy our game. I mean, I hate to put it that way, but yeah, kind of. Mm. Like like, but by the third one, it kind of just seemed like they were burnt out on it, and uh, mm. like the it the the third one's a really good game. Like I I don't want to, I I can't stress enough how much I love it. But it's kind of a it's kind of a stripped down version. Like there there's a lot less features, but at the same time it's kind of like like they they, they improve the combat even more. Like it's probably the uh, like out of the three first games, it's got the best combat. Um like a a lot of the weapons uh like the, like I said earlier, the, the weapons upgrade up to level five, and every every level they add new features to it. Mm. So, 
that's pretty interesting. Like uh, the it it's it basically just turns the game into like a like m- most of the satire is taking out taken out, and it's kind of just like a a fun adventure at this point. Mm. So they either got tired of doing the jokes, or just that that like fighting spirit to you know stick it to the man wasn't really there anymore. I, I mean that that like they they, they do still do like the, the commercial parodies, mm. but but it's just like general I mean, irreverence in, in the third... instead of like actually having like a bite to it. Yeah. Yeah, like it, it's it's still like oh look at these wacky commercials like it, it it's kind of like how in the original RoboCop like the the commercials were supposed to be like oh look at this weird mm. like shitty commercialism that this world is is in now and, yeah like it felt like it had a and, point and, third, and wasn't just like a parody right but like the the third game it feels more like oh look it's just a fun adventure with these wacky with these wacky cutscenes and characters. Mm. And, I mean, like, like I said, like, I, I showed you the cutscene of Dr. Nefarious. Like, he's, he's fucking great. Mm. Like, I, I, I really like all the cutscenes. It's just, it, it doesn't, I don't know, like, it, it, it marks a shift in where, where the games would really go. Um, where, like, they're, they're not, at, at this point, it's just a fun adventure series. Like, it's not really trying to say anything. Mm. Which, I, I mean, it's not that they really need to say anything, but the first two and Deadlocked kind of try to. And most of the other ones just don't really try to. Mm. You know? Yeah, yeah, at that point, it's like, well, we've already done this series a bunch of times, let's just do another one. Yeah, kind of. And, and like the the second and third games were both done in a year, mm. so that that's why I say like at that point it seems like they were burnt out mm. and kind of just like here's a good Ratchet and Clank game. Like we improve some things, and there you go. Yeah, it's like we need a funny cutscene. Here's a joke. Okay, that, that's good enough. It's a joke. Yeah. Yeah, and like I said, I I love the game. Like I I love the characters and everything but it's just I don't know it's not all there I would say mm. um, and then it's Ratchet Deadlocked where like they, they basically just said okay we like every sequel we've made has been less about platforming and more about combat so we'll make one that is almost all it's combat it's going to be a Call of Duty first person shooter <laughs> well, no, it, it's, it's more, let's see, I would, I'm trying to think of a good comparison for it, but I mean, it's basically just taking the arena fights from the last two games and making it the entire game, mm. where, like, uh, th- they abduct Ratchet and Clank and... Uh, Big Al, one of one of their, uh, he he was just like a random NPC in the first game, and then the third one, uh, they gave him a slightly bigger part, and then Deadlocked, they, uh, 
they make him like not really a main character but he's even more important like uh but anyway they they capture ratchet ratchet clank and al and force them to take part in this uh like gladiatory gladiatorial type uh tv show Mm. where heroes heroes basically fight each other uh for you know for ratings basically Mm. but they put they put explosive collars on them so you know if you don't do this we'll blow you all up Mm. and Dead, Deadlock kind of gets back to the like, hey, commercialism sucks part where, like the the main villain is uh, the he's the CEO of a TV company where, like he's he's constantly going on about um, marketing and ratings and just so this is the one where they do their reality make, TV parody. Yeah, <laughs> it actually is. They, um, they. Let me see if I can find the right cutscene, and uh, I'll send it to you in a mm. second, so people can watch. Yeah, because it, it might disrupt the call if I try to listen to it during the call. But yeah, we'll. Yeah. People will but see. I, I, w- yeah. I want to find it so I don't forget. Mm. Okay, I I'd have to look for the actual the specific cutscene, but yeah, I mean the the reality TV parody is basically just saying uh, it's the CEO Vox because you know like Vox Media, mm. you know, you get it? Yep. V- Vox. <laughs> um. It's the the CEO basically, like looking at uh, the their reality show parody and saying, like, look at this garbage. Nobody's gonna watch this. Uh, we need to make, like, basically, we need to make things more violent so people people will start watching mm. again. Um, yeah, because sex and violence sells, and they're not allowed to have sex in the video game. Basically, yeah. Um, so, okay, yeah, so in, in Deadlock, like, there's no, there's no exploring planets and, like, looking for gadgets, it's all, it's all just about combat and maybe, like, some obstacle courses, Mm. um, like, there, there's no, like, semi-open levels like the first games had, it's all, it's all segmented into challenges, like so you might have some where it's just a regular arena fight where like it's survive a few waves of enemies um or it might be somewhere it's like ex- ex- explore this factory and uh turn on all the bolt cranks while these enemies attack you um but the whole the whole time there's pretty funny dialogue between the uh the sports commentators, basically. Mm. Um, Dallas and Juanita. Uh, 
I might have to send you some clips from that too because they're they're pretty mm. hilarious. Um, and in the background, like in the ba- background, uh, Clank and Al are trying to figure out a way to take the collars off uh, without detonating them, while Ratchet basically just has to survive uh, all the challenges mm. and. Like, th- there's really not much story here. It- it's kind of just, hey, go to the next planet, complete the challenges, and eventually fight a boss. Mm. Um, okay, so th- I-, I take it they had more time the, between games before they made that one? It wasn't as back-to-back-to-back I'm, as the I'm, second third? I'm honestly not sure. Uh, I... Let's see. October 2005. Okay, so, so still pretty quick. No, after I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure that was also just a year, a year development because. I'm pretty sure Up Your Arsenal came out in 2004. So yeah, that one was also okay. just in, in development. So that's probably why they had like the short challenges because they didn't have time to like smooth the gaps between them and make a world. They're just like, okay, here's the, here's the level, play the level. Yeah. Well, I I think it's just they they basically figured that look, we did 3 games of, you know, go around collect collect gadgets to you know, get to this part and then go to mm. the next planet. I, I think they just... I... I I feel like they might have just been burnt out on that design and wanted to make a different one. Mm. I mean, like, like the Which shorter like, level design is okay, almost better th- suited to something like a PSP game. You know, where like, if it's portable, you don't have as much time to play for extended periods. So if they break it up into, like, you can complete this section and then feel like you're done for a while. Yeah. Yeah, but like the 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 style of the original games, like you can you could pretty much do whatever you needed to do. Like like if you landed on a planet, you could pretty much just do whatever you wanted mm. to do. And like like you could complete one section of it at a time, and about like no, no more than like twenty minutes. Mm. I, I guess unless it's a hard section and you keep dying, but I mean that there's really not that many of those. Um, but like it, it's, I don't know. It, it's hard to explain. Um, like the the first sections it's like you you get to a planet like there might be you know two or three different ways you can go where like one one way lets me like when i complete this one way it lets me go to another planet when i go this one way um i can find a new gadget when i go this other way i meet an npc who Mm. will sell me something 
Um, and I mean, yeah, to do the whole planet might take you about an hour, but to, to do any of those things individually, like it would probably only take about 20 minutes and then you'd wind up back uh, at your ship. Mm. You know, so you could take one of the other paths if you want. So, I mean, it, it's really not that different from uh, from the originals. It's, it's just a lot more... Oh, okay. There's just a lot less variety, I'd say. Mm. Like, there, I, I can't say for sure off the top of my head, but it feels like there's a lot less different planets. Because in... Like in Deadlock, you, you you do still go to different planets. It's just that they're not like they're not these big like worlds in and of themselves. They're just they're basically just set pieces. Yeah, and you have like an exploding collar, so you can't really Where, go off track. Right, like it, it's. It's like, you, you go to, like, Metropolis in the first Ratchet and Clank, and it's like, oh, there's there's this big city, like, you, up so up so tall that you can't even begin to see the bottom mm. of the buildings. Uh, like, there's these flying cars going around everywhere. There's great music. And there's um, Superman like throwing his electric buildings. <laughs> Yeah, you can you can snap uh, the villains' mm. necks. Yeah, that's the only way you can learn that killing is uh, hard. <laughs> I guess I don't even know if, if he learned that killing There's was a... wrong from killing Zod. He just had to think about killing more after. I don't know. Anyway, okay, yeah. So Metropolis and worlds. And Man, stuff. Man of Steel is really weird. Yeah, <laughs> but. But yeah. Anyway, like a lot of the, a lot of the worlds in uh, the beginning are like like they just feel like different sections of this galaxy. Like you know, like there there's cities, there's like mining areas, there's like factories. Um, you, you know, like they they all feel like places, whereas the the planets in deadlock just feel like challenges because they are mm. you know like they're, they're just they're just video game yeah. challenges you know but uh, it, it's, a, it's a really good game it does have the best combat out of all of the the four PS2 mm. games but I don't know it, it's it's just missing a little something. Like, like, like they 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 basically just went all in on the one thing that they felt like doing, probably, which mm. is combat. And because, uh, like, it, it's it's the only one with co-op. It's the only one where you can choose a difficulty. Um. Yeah, so like it, it added a bunch of new things that weren't in the games before, but it just took out the, it just took out the adventure part of it, to where like the the first three were like action mm. adventures, and the fourth one is just an action mm. game. 
you know, and it's not it's not bad at all. It's just a lot different from what you might want from Ratchet mm. and Clank at that point. And then you get to the PS3 games where where it's like Tools of Destruction is exactly what you would expect from a Ratchet and Clank game, and that's why I don't mm. like it very much. So because it, I mean, it's just just hey it's a ratchet and clank game on ps3 and that's about it okay so they didn't do anything like new or interesting or yeah it's kind of like donkey kong country returns where it's like they had a new team working on it and it felt like they were just trying to mimic the things that people liked about the original and kind of take it back to basics in a way Um, that just feels dull I mean that that feels like what it is, but I honestly have no idea about how much uh, of like the how much turnover there mm. was on staff. At like I I don't know who who was working on it that wasn't working on it before. Mm. You know, um, but it just it just feels like like yeah, it feels like someone trying to make um, a Ratchet and Clank game and not. You know, like the the next step of a Ratchet mm. and Clank game, if that makes sense. Like the Force Awakens is to Star Wars. Um, yeah, pr- pretty much. Yeah, that's actually a very good comparison. It's, like, like, it, it's, it, it's probably fun on its own, but it it doesn't do anything really new or creative. Right, like it, it's like it's a Ratchet and Clank game. It's fun to to explore different planets and you know fight cool looking enemies with. Uh, bizarre, mm. interesting weapons. Um, but and they got like some commercial parodies. Yeah, and like like because that that's a thing. I assume. The, 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 do, or did they drop they, those? See, um, see, I I played it about a month ago. I I I don't I don't know if they do. Like I, I think they might have gotten rid of no, those. Actually, so yes, it's missing some of the flavor. Yeah, I, I don't think they do have commercial parodies. Because like in in the first in the first few games, uh, the commercial parodies were most mostly just like advertising you the next planet mm. you would go to. Like like it, it would be like in in the first one, um, it would be like. Um, like come to this tropical, re- come to this tropical mm. resort, where so you like, admire uh, the wildlife and you see like a dinosaur eat something. No, yeah. like exactly. <laughs> it's like <laughs> like that's exactly right. Um, like it, it, admire the uh, interesting wildlife where th- there's a giant mutated fish like a. Chasing yeah, someone around, get lost in the beauty swimming. of nature, and someone just falls into like an endless pit in the middle of a jungle. Yeah, there's like I'm like you, you might be hitting it beat for beat, actually. <laughs> okay, like, I'm just like, making this up. But. Where, where it, it's like the the whole the whole point of the thing is that um, some of Drek's ships are like dropping their uh, dropping their like. W- they're like factory waste in the waters and that's what's mutating the wildlife mm. so that like you you 
I'd have to look at it to to be sure, like exactly what what it's about. But you're you're pretty much on the nose. Yeah, well, yeah, like they say the typical things you expect from like a travel ad, but then there's an ironic twist that there's something deadly involved. Yeah, yeah it, there's just a huge subversion about what what you're hearing from the narrator and what you're seeing on screen. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't think tools of destruction really does that mm. like like what i said about up your arsenal about it being uh you know like just a fun adventure game at this point mm. like that that's like pipe that up to 11 and that's tools of destruction and like mm. they they make a lot of they take the story in kind of a weird place where now like Ratchet Ratchet is like the chosen one (laughs) like see oh I'm guessing the stupid trope you're you're (laughs) fucking nailing it Mm. like oh Ratchet is the only Lombax left he's the chosen galactic hero of legend I mean not 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 quite that uh not quite okay. that hard into Not that into trope. Of, like, like he's yeah. Neo and he's going to reset the universe. <laughs> yeah, not 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 quite that. It's just that, like, oh, he's he's the last um, surviving member of a race that saved the galaxy um, decades ago. Oh, okay. Um, like so, uh, apparently now the Lombaxes, which which is uh, Ratchet's race, they mm. were. Excuse me. They were like these big famous uh, race of people who saved the Polaris galaxy from Kragmites somehow. Nobody knows how they did it. They di- they just knew that they did do it. Um, and the the villain is also the last Kragmite, where Ratchet is the last Lombax. So, except for the new um, one. What's that? Except for the new female one that they introduced. Oh well, th- th- that's the thing. Like at some point, at some point in the game, like uh, one of the NPCs actually tells Ratchet, like, "So you're a Lombax. You've never met another Lombax, and you don't know where they are." But in in Ratchet and Clank Two, he does meet another Lombax, um, Angela, who who is the the thief who stole the protopet at the beginning mm. like she's a, she's a fucking lombax <laughs> and like they they never mention it okay so because it didn't fit the narrative they had to pretend she never existed basically but now yeah. that they have this narrative they're going to introduce one and be like oh there was another there was another Jedi. i mean, I mean they, they they kind of do that where in uh, a crack in time um like if you if you're just flying around in your ship you you mm. can pick up uh, like a a radio signal, mm. and occasionally they they do like little news segments about what's going on in the galaxy. And w- one of the one of the things they say is that uh, um, uh, Angela Cross has like Angela Cross has been seen um, like leaving the galaxy or something. Um, and they, they, they go full tilt into it. It was like, 
like she's a Lombax trying to find out the lost Lombax secret or whatever. I'm sure they word it a lot better than I just did, but that that's mm. the sum of it. Yeah. And uh, one of the other anchors asks, "Wait, is is she a Lombax? She doesn't have a tail." And um, the first one says, "Yeah, a lot of species have." I don't know how they word it, but basically, yeah, a lot of species have sexual dimorphism where males don't look the same as females. That doesn't mean they aren't the same species. Mm. Um, okay, so a lot of people which, pointed out the issue with the narrative after the first one, and so they were. I, I'm, I'm assuming that's the, the one after. I'm, I'm assuming that's what they're doing, where they're they're lampshading the fact that that there was another first of all, and they forgot about it. Yeah, like, first of all, they didn't mi- mention Angela as being a Lombax, so they're they're implying that she isn't one. Um, when now they're confirming that, yes, she is one, and also um, pointing out that they fucked up by, by not mentioning her in, in the other one. Hmm. Yeah, there can only be one chosen so, yeah. one. You can't have a chosen two. Just wouldn't make sense. <laughs> but, but no, there is another. Yeah. Yeah, um, they are a dyad in the force. And that's why the Emperor needs them. For his weird bullshit. Um, anyway, okay, I, so... Yeah, for, for there to be balanced in the force, they need to have two Jedi. Because yeah. there's two Sith. Yeah, well yeah, and there has to be a good one and an evil one. Because uh, yin and yang and stuff. Yeah, and that, that's why Ray and Kylo Ren are the dyad in the Force. I, I, I assume you haven't fuck. seen Rise of Skywalker yet, so. No, I I kind of just I don't wanna. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so we got like, like ten what, minutes what a, left on the clock, uh, but okay, so um, he's... yeah, I'll I'll go real quick. Um, hmm. Tools of Destruction is. Like again, it, it's it's a good game. It's just not, I, like, in the grand scope of Ratchet and Clank, it's not special at all. I would say, mm. like, th- there's a lot of really bad, um, like, six-axis motion controls with the the PS3 controller because Sony was really pushing that at the time. They were like, "Hey, look, we can do motion controls too," except they suck. Mm. Um, so that that really drags the game down for me. Um, uh, like I said, a lot of the a lot of what they do with the the story just kind of doesn't make sense. Um, but yeah, it I like it. It's fun. It's just out of every main Ratchet and Clank game, it's probably the one that I would play last. Mm. Um, let's see then then there's quest for booty which is it's interesting Um, it kind of it goes for like an all story no like all story limited combat approach okay where you you just have a handful of weapons from tools of destruction um 
there's there's the female character Tao Wen from Tools of Destruction. Um, like you, it, it's basically just a a side game that isn't important to the main story. Mm. It's just a fun like downloadable title that you could probably beat in like I don't know four or five hours. Oh, okay, so it wasn't even like um, a full box release. No, it, it, it's 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 like a ten dollar game. Oh, okay. um, like I, I think they actually threw it in with uh, with the the other the other short PS3 game that they made. I mean, if it's the same the weapons as, as Tool of Destruction, it sounds like it's probably just like the DLC expansion. But that's basically what it is. Like I, I think they probably didn't want to burn themselves out again, which. Uh, if I had to guess, so they they were like, well, we'd like to release a another one, um, mm. so so just make like a little expansion. Uh, yeah, they had like some it, unused ideas left over from Tools yeah. of Destruction, and they just spun it out into a small game. Yeah, like they they use most of the same characters: Ratchet, Clank, Tawin, um, the pirate characters from Tools of Destruction, who were just just like side enemies that weren't really that important mm. um the the smuggler who sells you the the big weapons um so yeah like it's just a lot of reused assets that they threw together in like a i don't know it, it's interesting it's not bad but i'm never gonna play it again <laughs> mm. um they do bring back a lot of like platforming challenges, which is cool. But that's about it. Um, mm. And then to finish off that trilogy, there's uh, a crack in time, which is my favorite Ratchet and Clank game. Mm. It it takes a lot more chances than um, Tools of Destruction does. Mm. Like it it actually does things differently. Like it it like. First of all, it splits up Ratchet and Clank, um, which is something that hasn't happened since two. Mm. Like, like they 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 don't get together for m- most of the game. Um, I assume based on the uh, title that you're so, like bouncing around the timeline of, of the games. Um, not it that there there are sections where you do, but. It's not, it's not um, about the previous games. Okay, so it's not the end game. Well, of... it, it's yeah, like it, it's it's tied directly to um, Tools of Destruction because I, like the the PS3 trilogy was called uh, the Future Trilogy, mm. so it's like Ratchet and Clank Future, uh, Tools of Destruction, Ratchet and Clank Future, A Crack in mm. Time. Um. But the the whole time thing comes in where, so it turns out Clank is the chosen one. <laughs> um, at so in in Tools of Destruction, he sees these little robots who like give him like premonitions about like what will happen and where things are. Mm. And at the end of the game, they abduct him and. Like that—that's the point of uh, quest for booty. Like Ratchet is searching for him. Okay. So that's when the side. Um, 
Yeah. Yeah, I, I I think I made a mistake and said that Clank was in Quest for Booty, but it's really not. Hmm. Um, but anyway. Uh, so, so that game shouldn't be called Clank Ratchet gets and Clank. It doesn't have Clank. It's, it's Ratchet and Friends. <laughs> Ratchet, and, Ratchet and Friends would be more accurate, actually. Hmm. But branding. Yeah. I yeah, guess. I mean, I guess... Well, I, I don't know. Like Mario games that don't a, have Luigi, are they still called Mario Brothers or just Mario? Um, well, they're, they're called Super Mario. Hmm. And they just dropped the Brothers part because like, there's no Luigi. Yeah, like Super Mario 64, Super Mario Sunshine, Super Mario Odyssey. Yeah. So, yeah. But, uh... But, yeah, like... like uh, so in a crack in time, um, like these, these little creatures that Clank sees, like they're they're called Zoni. Um, they're like a hive mind of, I guess, like time creatures, um, who. See, I, I played these like a month ago, so I'm I'm kind of like trying to piece together the story as I go, mm. like my my memories of it. Yeah. Um. They basically take care of the time space continuum um, from the Great Clock, which is built in the exact center of the universe, give or take fifty feet. Mm. Um. And. So it turns out that Clank is the chosen one. He's basically the son of one of the Zoni who built the Great Clock to take care of time and to stop people from abusing it um, because otherwise it might destroy the universe. Um, so the the every now and then you, you switch between Ratchet and Clank and uh, Clank's sections are like time related puzzles where um like you you start a section in time and then you reset it and a copy of clank does what you did while you were recording that oh first section of time So, so like you can start recording and uh step on a button and stop time and then start recording uh, a different section and your old self will go and step on that button mm. so you can open a door to get to the next section yeah so you just have to like sync up all your separate performances so that you can get through right like it, it's it's the best it's the best version of clank gameplay in any other action clank games like because it's not just you know, do the thing. It's not just do the thing they want you to do. You actually have to think about it. Mm. Um, or le- at least on the harder ones. But uh, yeah, and I mean they they also make him fight with time related shenanigan powers. But that's not that interesting. Mm. Um, uh, so that's on Clank's side, and on on Ratchet's side, he uh. He is searching for Clank, um, but he comes across another Lombax who uh, 
who is he's okay so at the beginning of the game Dr. Nefarious comes back from the third game he's the he's the main villain of the third game he's the villain I said was super fun but really had no substance mm. or at least I, I hope I implied that mm. um, and now his in, in the third game his motive was to turn all organic life into robots or just kill them mm. I guess but now well, in this he's game cure his cancer motive... but he wants to turn everyone into robots <laughs> <laughs> I want to see that. I want to see that mm. panel. Um, I, I, I want to Photoshop that. Mm. It's also funny because oh. I one of the yeah. magic cards I ran into in the jumpstart packs is an elf who wants to turn other elves into dinosaurs. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, his ability is like you, I, I think you it. like tap him, and every elf you have becomes a five-five dinosaur elf. sounds powerful because you, you can basically just stack yeah. it um, no I, I got the card and I'm like well that's neat and then I mentioned it to someone so like, oh yeah that's the most expensive card in the set right now it's going for like 70 bucks it's like oh okay I'll see what I can get at the shop for it uh, tomorrow yeah. nice um, but yeah, like in, in Kraken Time, his motives are stupid. Like he, he's basically just, oh, I control time now. I can do whatever I want. I can make it so villains always win. Like, yeah, mm. it's kind of a stupid motivation. Yeah, his nefarious like, motivation. Yes, <laughs> like like he could he could make it where he goes back in time, um, and stops himself from being defeated by Ratchet and Clank the first time. But no. Yeah, I didn't think of that. Um, <laughs> yeah, apparently. Um, but, anyway, um, so Ratchet and Clank is... Um, no, wait, no. Dr. Nefarious is back. He's, like, infiltrated the clock, um, trying to figure out how to use it to turn back time to find a way. Mm. Take um, back all the words. <laughs> I love that I love that you went there yeah. Well I mean you already um, had two lines of the song I, I couldn't not uh, um, So After Nefarious uh, Wrecks up the clock um, Clank's trying to fix it That's what all the puzzles are for um, And Ratchet is Doing the usual things Um like, you know, exploring the galaxy, you know, finding weapons, gadgets, all that good Ratchet and Clank mm. stuff. Um, the, but, uh, but before in Ratchet and Clank, like, to go to a different planet, there was just, a, like, basically a loading screen where their ship would just fly back and forth across the screen until the level was done loading. Mm. Like I mean, it, it's it's really cool. Um, like as as far as loading screens go, because it, like at least you get to see their ship flying through space. Mm. It looks looks pretty interesting, even if it's you know just the same thing like thirty times a game. Um, but in this one, the 
space is basically an open world in itself. Like, you just fly around these uh, circular areas, uh, well, solar mm. systems, where, like, there's, you know, like, little planetoids that you can land on and do challenges for collectibles uh, or land on bigger planets to, you know, uh, like, for regular regular gameplay. Mm. You know, there's all the features from before, like there's a battle arena, um, and a ton of collectibles and things like that. Um, but Ratchet's whole deal is that he found another Lombax who is hell-bent on getting the Lombaxes back from where they, where they went. Because it turns out that they weren't destroyed, they just were sent away to another dimension. Okay. Um, and so and Ratchet just overslept. He, uh, he he apparently was sent away Superman style. Okay. Um, I I they don't go into huge detail about it, but that that's what I gathered. Is that like? Oh, I know your dad. He uh, he died, mm. but you're alive, <laughs> so that's mm. nice. Um, but uh, General Azimuth is the other Lombax. He uh, they so they basically share goals in common now because uh, Ratchet wants to get to the clock to find Clank, and. Uh, Azimuth wants to get to the clock to turn back time and uh, save save the Lombaxes from moving to another dimension. Mm. Because, I mean, it's effectively genocide, right? Mm. So it turns out that, yeah, that might make someone want to... uh, You might want to fix that, right? Mm. So... Like... As the story goes on, uh, like you, you switch between Ratchet and Clank, Ratchet doing, you know, your average Ratchet and Clank things, Clank doing his cool time-based puzzles and some other less cool, like planet shooting puzzles, but that's mm. not important. Um, so at the end, uh, you. You know, you beat you beat Nefarious. Not like spoiler alert. You you beat the bad guy. Um, then you you get to the Great Clock um, with Ratchet and Azimuth. Turns out that using the clock as a time machine is a big no-no um, because it might rip the universe into pieces. Mm. So Clank's like, no, we can't do that. Um, so now. The final boss is Ratchet and Clank against uh, Azimuth, and you know, big big surprise. You you beat his boss fight. He basically realizes the error of his ways, and uh, you know, sacrifices himself to save the clock from being destroyed by the holes in time. Mm. At and like. 
Ratchet and Clank doesn't do drama very well often. Like they they really don't try too much aside from the first mm. game. Um, but uh, I really liked uh, where they went with Kraken Time. Cause like the the gameplay is good. They basically, I mean, it's basically just Ratchet and Clank, regular Ratchet and Clank gameplay, but the. I'd say they've got one of the best groups of uh, weapons. Um, ratchet controls really well. They've got like rocket boots uh, that you can move around on really quick. Um, all the the little planets uh, are good platforming challenges. Um, so like, there's a nice mix of everything you want out of a Ratchet and Clank mm. game. Um, the story is interesting. Like, they, on, on one hand, you get like actual drama with uh, Ratchet and Azimuth trying to save the Lombaxes, but basically being, um, but basically at the end being opposed uh, against each other, and you get the the fun wackiness of Doctor Nefarious and Captain mm. Quark throughout the rest of the game um I don't think most people agree that Kraken Time is the best but I do so yeah yeah they're not talking everyone else right they're not on this show (laughs) I think Squid Cap agrees because I I said that once and she was like oh yeah Hmm. me too um but I don't I don't think anyone else is on the Discord is really big into Ratchet Clank, mm. so. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm excited about um, uh, the new one with the the sexy Lombax mm. girl. I guess. Yeah. I mean, I don't. I think she's cute, but I don't. I'm not gonna draw eighteen pages of porn over. Nah, so. <laughs> people are already doing that. You, you don't need to. Yeah, I don't. I don't need to throw onto yeah. that pile. Um. Oh, but by the way, um, Ratchet and Clank isn't really a fairy bait um, mm. series because, like, Ratchet is one of the only furry-ish characters mm. in it. Yeah, no, it's it's like, a robot. Most bait of the other. Series. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like m- most of the other characters are either like. Robots or like reptil, like reptilian, like um, aliens. Mm -hmm. Like none of them are really sexy, except for I don't know a few of them. Like maybe the maybe the the hoverboard girl whose tits get really big if you flip around Mm. a lot, or Courtney Gears, which is the you know. Britney Spears parody because 2005. Mm. Um, but yeah, that was my um, not structured at all and very mm. rambly <laughs> breakdown of Ratchet and Clank. Um, oh yeah, um, I played Size Matters before too. It's not that mm. good. That's it. Okay, so that's another spinoff. That, that's one of the PSP games, yeah. but it was ported to um, PS2. Mm. I, I never had a PSP. 
but I, I played the PS2 version. I mean, I it, it's okay for what it is, but it's not. It's it's okay. It's not mm. good. Like all the other games I talked about are varying levels of mm. good. Um, size matters. It's not. It's oh. okay. Um, I think that's it. Unless you want me to rank them, but that I would be yeah, here a while. nah, because <laughs> I'd have to remember all of them. I mean, we're, we're already past two hours um, at this point, so y- yeah, we we had some stops, but we yeah, had, it, it'll still come out over two, two hours. Yeah. Um, ask your most pressing Ratchet and Clank questions. Um in the discord and i will be sure to forget to answer them yeah, next time discord fan production box is where any episode discussion usually ends up so. everyone at eugene and say hi including eugene mm. okay so we'll see how many people are listening based on that <laughs> yeah and is that I, I assume that's add on the discord uh, not add on Twitter. I mean, I don't even go on Twitter hardly ever anymore. Yeah, I don't. It's just a mess of yeah. mess. So, um, I just look at half the boxes on the Discord, and that's yeah. about it. Yeah. So. so, but yeah, everyone at Eugene um, and say hi. Yep. I know I will. Will you? No, I guess we'll find out. Um, okay, so see you in two weeks. Yeah. Find out next time on Shaq Funk Z. <laughs>